0: This is an explicit podcast meant for those over the age of 18. Any views expressed in this podcast are based solely on our own experiences. This podcast does not constitute as medical or other professional advice. Welcome to Front Porch Swingers, where we talk about sex on our terms.
1: We talk swinging, hot wifing, BDSM, and so much more, in the hopes that we will inspire you to enjoy sex on your terms.
0: Enjoy the show, everybody. Hey everyone, welcome to Front Porch Swingers. I'm Brenna. I'm Brian. So guys, we have amazing sponsors of this episode, including our friends over at Alt Playground.
1: AltPlayground.net, they are our partners. We are thrilled to be part of the team.
0: Yeah, they launched nationally. They have been a regional site for a long time, but yep. now they're going nationwide here in the United States, and we're really excited to be part of the Alt Playground family.
1: Yeah, lot's going on at AltPlayground.net. It is going to change this entire lifestyle
0: space. Absolutely. So aside from the fact that it's a very modern interface, very clean, easy to navigate. I think one of my favorite things about Alt Playground is the safety and security. It's a paid website and we've talked so many times about those free bullshit sites how you're going to get all of these scammers and bots and it really doesn't allow you to focus on just having fun. And so Alt Playground's very different.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You're going to you're going to meet real quality people. Absolutely. That's the key and the altplayground.net family, we are part of, is just growing and growing and growing. All the amazing podcasts that you can find on there, videos, tutorials, resources, community pages coming soon, amazing interface.
0: Yeah, absolutely. They're really doing something different and out of the box, and we're very excited to get on board with that and help in the forward momentum.
1: Absolutely. Looking forward to all of the events planned in the upcoming year.
0: So come find us and many other lifestyle friends at altplayground.net today. And the other sponsor of our podcast is Promescent.
1: Yes, our friends over at Promescent love the products. Use them every day. We just got hit up by some folks in Australia telling us how amazing the products were. I thought that was great. They're loving the Vitaflux.
0: Yeah, which you are too. We've been talking about that for a long time, but it's really giving you a lot of energy, vitality. Yes. You're banging me real good at night, which I'm very appreciative
1: of. (laughs) Yes, it's an amazing product. (laughs) Highly recommend it. That, of course, and the...
0: Delay spray. Yes,
1: the delay spray, which we get rave reviews about by so many people.
0: So many emails about the delay spray, guys. Or the
1: dick spray, as they refer to
0: it. (laughs) Whatever you want to call it, it works.
1: Fucking works.
0: And we have so many people reach out and go, holy cow, thank you guys so much for introducing me to this product. It really is amazing. And it's for anyone, not just people suffering from premature ejaculation, but so many benefits, including just extending your playtime in the bedroom, which who doesn't want to do that? Yeah,
1: absolutely. We use it for that purpose. It's amazing.
0: So we would love if you would head on over to promescent.com. That is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com. Check out their full line of products. And if you end up purchasing, we have a brand new promo code for you to use, which is SWING15. So that's S-W-I-N-G-1-5 to get 15% off of your order.
1: Get over there and check it out. Get you some dick spray.
0: (laughs) Get some dick spray. So.
1: We have so much going
0: on. We have so much happening. And I'm not even sure we're going to be able to create it all into this episode I don't know
1: first of all we've got an amazing interview with some amazing friends really enjoy talking with them we've gotten to know them very well digitally can't wait to meet them face to face that's that's coming up but I want to talk about your latest endeavor your new conquest okay somebody just got her national certification as a sex educator
0: sex coach. Yeah,
1: but sex coach, sex educator, your certification read sex educator yeah. and I am thrilled about it. We uh
0: I like we, sex coach better because it makes me think of like, you know, instructing people fucking in a bedroom. I don't know Kind of like but... the guy on
1: the on the <laughs> in the airport on the runway with the cone. You know, yeah,
0: I want to be the that person in. but yeah, in bedrooms. Yeah, flagging them in.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So we uh we as we've been talking about have gone on the the education front and continued our education. You got yours done quicker than I did thanks to COVID. That was nice. You A little time off, so you did about ten months worth of work in half the time. I am working on my relationship education piece, and that's coming along. But I got a little bit of time yet. But you are done. You are legit. You got your certification. You got your got your credentials. Yeah, guys.
0: Now, when you ask me about like wearing anal plugs or which dildos to stick up your pussy, I can actually provide you with,
1: with confidence
0: with real information that is backed by facts. Before it was just like anecdotal, which is great. There's nothing nothing wrong with that.
1: No, nothing but, like experience.
0: But being able to combine the two, I think is really cool. And I'm really excited to use that for, you know, betterment of people's sex lives. It's badass.
1: Yes, absolutely. The folks we've been helping will certainly benefit more from it. And we're looking forward to expanding it. It's great.
0: We will also say along with that, we just relaunched our Sex on Your Term site. It's always been live and we've been mm-hmm. working with clients, but we have changed up some things. We have included some resources, some blogs, and that's going to grow exponentially. So make sure you head on over to Sex on Your Term terms.com and check it out. And also, uh, if you want to sign up for the newsletter there, that way, anytime we throw out a new course webinar or anything else, um, you'll be the first to know about it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Super thrilled about it. All things good. You did a great job.
0: Thank you. You're
1: welcome. Let's talk about our Shameless Sex episode, which was fucking amazing.
0: Yeah, so we want to give a very big thank you to April and Amy. They are the ladies over at Shameless Sex, and they had us on their show to talk all things swinging. Our episode launched Friday, of so just a few days ago, mm-hmm. and it was awesome to speak with them. They're very cool people and we're actually excited to get them on our show as well. Yeah,
1: they're going to be on our show as well. And we just, we were thrilled to meet them and chat with them. They're just, a, they're just great people. Yeah. Yeah. So that was great. I enjoyed the, I, I don't often listen to myself because I don't like the way I sound. So you know, it's weird. I know. <laughs> but I did listen to we- it. You're
0: a podcaster you I don't like the sound of your own voice. Not really.
1: That's so, fucking weird. It is. So I did listen to it and I thought it was really, uh, I thought it was very insightful. I really enjoyed their banter. It's hard to tell kind of how it's going to sound when you're in the middle of it. Yeah. But listening to it was really enjoyable.
0: Yeah, I agree. So go check it out. Shameless Sex on all the podcatchers. Yeah. So single guy tip of the week yeah. this week.
1: Uh-huh. I have one. Do you have? Did you have something you want to talk about? I
0: have something, but you can start since it's your segment.
1: Well, the truth of the matter is, it's, you know, we actually had uh, some conversation o- about this with Mike and Brenda. Yes. Having to do with the pushiness.
0: Who are going to be on our episode today. Gonna, Nobody we're going knows to, who you're talking about yet. Well, they.
1: But th- <laughs> we'll be talking to them later. However, the pushiness is, it, it, it's not always an issue. It hasn't been a huge issue with us because normally it's like they, you know, a guy will send out a dick pic or say something foolish and we just cut it off. I was actually communicating with a guy who lives in a town not too far from us and seemed very on point for the most part, Mm -hmm. you know? And he let me know a couple of days ago that he would be in town this Friday, this past Friday, asked if we would get be able to get together. I, of course, politely declined. We had entirely too much going on. It just wasn't going to fit in. I said, hey, I really appreciate it. You know, maybe sometime down the road or, you know, if we're in your neck of the woods, we'll figure it out. And the truth is, we're not rushing around to meet new folks just yet. Right. You know, we're still trying to kind of connect with our friends. Anyway, that I thought that would kind of be the end of it. And we would chat down the road. I, immediately, he sends me a dick pic. Hadn't sent me one yet. Hadn't sent one over. Well, maybe if you show this to your lady, I'm like, okay, here we go. Now we're going down this road, right? So it wasn't just that you wanted to meet for a drink as you alluded to, kind of get to know each other. It was one of those things where you wanted us to go back to your hotel room and you wanted to bang. That's what it was. And so I said, hey, Thanks anyway. We're going to pass. And I thought, okay, now surely this is over. Like two hours later, he sends me another dick pic, only it's like from the waist up kind of thing. Dick up, you know, <laughs> so to his neck. Dick. <laughs> yeah. Up to his neck. No face pic at this point. I'm like, listen, dude, finally I was just, I was over it. I'm like, listen. <laughs> fuck off. The, the pushiness isn't going to work. In fact, it's absolutely a deterrent. I'm not even going to bother passing this on to my better half. You're, you're now wasting your time. Don't waste the keystrokes. Vaya con Dios. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. What the fuck? You know, you, were, you started out great out of the gate. Right. You know, and then as soon as you hit like the slightest little stumbling block... Instantly, it's the dick pic. Yeah. And, and, there's, and just a random pushiness. It, it didn't even make sense because up until that point, we were having a very kind of cogent digital conversation. Yeah. You know, he seems like an intelligent guy. He was here for business. He's not a dummy. He's got a you know a high tech job. It's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. You know, I, I just don't get it. It's so that the,
0: blaze of glory mentality. Like, well, if I'm going down, I'm yeah, going go down, down flames, big and hard.
1: Going down in flames. <laughs> yeah. It's like, God, <laughs> you know, wish you the best of luck, but keep it in your pants until you get to meet somebody for fuck's sake, or at least until someone asks for your fucking dick pic. Yeah. You know, especially when you were doing so well, because chances are we would have we would probably have met him at some point.
0: Well, probably. Yeah. It's, you know? I mean, if it was going that well. Yeah.
1: Now yeah. forget it. So, you know, the pushiness, it doesn't work. You got to you got to back off a little bit. You know, yeah. if you have the inclination, guys, to to step on the gas back up, J- just stop for a second. Regroup, rethink it, and just back off.
0: Well, do you think it's also I think that there's a problem with like all the blood running from your brain to your cock? Yes. And I've talked to guys about this before. Like some some of the guys that have reached out to me and I've tried to be helpful with them. One of the things I'll say is like, well, are you super fucking horny when you're messaging these right. hot wives? Oh, well, yeah, of course. Okay, maybe go jack off and then reach out because then it's not dickful thinking. You're actually able to use your brain because all of the concentration isn't on your cock.
1: Well, yeah, it's tantamount to going to the grocery store and shopping when you're hungry.
0: Exactly. It's a
1: terrible fucking idea. Yeah. You're going down the ice cream aisle, you're gonna grab the cookies <laughs> when you know you shouldn't do it. Yeah. You know, you just shouldn't do it. You For know? Sure. So yeah, don't fuck uh, yeah, do not be horny and digitally communicate. Yeah, that's Let's how just, you
0: end up with like Doritos in your cart and you never eat Doritos. Right. Same same thing with, right. with, with guys. Yeah, you end up with
1: cheese doodles, out. you know you're not eating that shit. <laughs> cheese you know, doodles. They're not, the even a, it's not even a real cheese doodles. food. <laughs> You know, don't do, just don't do it. I
0: think that's like 90% chemicals anyway. They shouldn't even be at the grocery store.
1: Uh, no, no, absolutely not. But that's, that's, nice. that's, but it's the same thing. Like you said, you're horned up and you're eager, especially this guy. Like now he's getting ready to come in town. He's been chatting with me. I got a real shot at this. No, you don't. Not when you not when you pull out the dick pic right out of the gate. Yeah. You know, no, no, no. Doesn't yeah. work that way.
0: Doesn't fucking work. Yeah.
1: Do not be horny and digitally communicate. Do not be hungry and go to the grocery store.
0: <laughs> Good message. That is my message. I like it. Yeah. Well, I think maybe I'll save mine because that was okay. that was a good single guy, solid single guy tip of the week. And were I don't you afraid wanna... it
1: wasn't going to be, and you had to back me up?
0: No, I just don't want to. Now wanna...
1: that you're a sex educator. <laughs>
0: yes, now that I'm a sex educator. Yes,
1: now that you're a licensed or a certified sex educator. Yeah, you don't have you're... your
0: certification yet. No, so... I don't. So no, I, I am do not. the, the authoritative voice on the show.
1: You should be in charge of the single guy tip of the Fall week.
0: Fall in line, Brian. <laughs> yeah, getting
1: locked step, <laughs> motherfucker exactly exactly so um, anyway we have a lot of cool stuff coming up I'm getting ready to do another interview soon with a friend of ours that we have uh, developed now yeah I'm excited looking forward for that. to that yeah we're gonna we're gonna have a real just a real cogent conversation about life we're gonna get some things out in the open
0: that's yeah we're do and that's I'm a looking forward to to it. it. I'm I mean, looking forward to it. Yeah, so you'll hear about that soon. Yeah, yeah. So today is our day together. It's Sunday.
1: It is. We're getting ready to do some brunch shit. We went to the gym already. Got our, got our sweat on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got perved on by uh, by some folks at the gym. It's kind of strange.
0: A dude was staring yeah. so hardcore at you. Yeah, I mean, if and- he was
1: my type, I mean, I'd be in.
0: Yeah, you're like he's not exactly my type. I'm like, is it the bald head? You're like, um, no, it's probably the cock. I was yeah, like, I mean, oh, fair enough.
1: Know, I'll totally watch him bang you, but I don't really think he and I are gonna hit it off.
0: <laughs> well, then he started staring at me as we left, and I was yes, like,
1: yeah, listen, maybe he recognized us or something. Or he's on a site or so. I don't know.
0: I don't know. I I would prefer to think he just thought we were hot and wanted to bang us. Okay, that cool. turns me on. So All that's right, we'll how that. I choose to think of this whole situation. Yeah, I,
1: and I didn't even notice it because I'm, you know, I'm, there's like five people in the fucking gym. I'm not paying attention. Yeah, you know, and you're like that guy's totally staring at you well you went into
0: the restroom and walked past him and he's like hardcore like looking over his shoulder to see you go into the bathroom was he attractive yeah, he was a, a good-looking dude. All right.
1: I mean, at least I'm getting hit on by a good-looking guy. Yeah.
0: so But then you come back out of the bathroom. So I'm watching it. He was this standing
1: time. in the same spot, right? Because he, he hadn't moved.
0: He hadn't moved. And yeah. I was like, I wonder if he's going to check him out when he walks back. And he did so hard for it. He was like <laughs> the whole like up and down thing. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's kind of hot. <laughs> I just love when people check you out, period, whether they have, well, you know, you're, you're no matter really, their genitalia.
1: Yeah, but you're really eager for that, the male-male-female connection with two bisexual men. You're dying for that.
0: Yeah. We're going to actually talk about that during our interview today but yeah, yeah that really fucking turns me on i yeah. i want that to happen for me well. so i mean yeah eventually. listen if
1: you thought i was hot thank you sir <laughs> Much appreciated.
0: Flattered.
1: <laughs> Flattered I am.
0: I like that you're comfortable enough with your sexuality that that didn't like skeeze you out at all. You know, you were just like, no. oh, cool.
1: I've been hit on many times by men. You're it's like, great. That,
0: that's awesome. He's not my type, but.
1: <laughs> I've been hit on many times by many attractive a gay men. I'm a, a very yeah, lucky that but way. But
0: there's a lot of straight men out there that aren't that comfortable with their sexuality. If their spouse told them that, they'd be like, what the fuck? Which is yeah. not cool.
1: Yeah. This, listen, man, don't don't fucking flatter yourself. If anybody finds you attractive, thank them and move on. Exactly. You know, male, female, otherwise doesn't fucking matter.
0: Absolutely. I'll take it.
1: I'm old. I'm and ugly. You are not I know old. it. I'm gray. You're if sexy. a guy's hitting checking me out, I, I should have you should have if I had seen him do it, I probably would have thanked him. I just appreciate it.
0: Thank you, kind sir. You made yes. me feel really good today.
1: Thank you very much. I will I will absolutely note this in case I go that way.
0: Are you into women? Because my spouse will probably bang you. Yes,
1: just for checking me out, if for no other reason.
0: He was hot. I'll give him that.
1: All right. Well, we'll have to maybe have a conversation with him next time we see him. Did you ever see him at the gym before? I've
0: never seen him before.
1: All right, well, I guess we'll have to have a conversation with him. I'll see what he's into. Find out. If it's just me or if he'd be interested in you as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, listen, if he's interested in both of us, we could totally play with the guy. It's not like there's a problem with that because he's bisexual. I don't give a fuck. It's a big part of the conversation we're having today.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: The stigma of that is just so bizarre. It is. You know, I don't understand it. Plenty of women in the space, 90% of the women in the space that we've encountered are bi, totally acceptable, right? A couple of the guys have been, but most of them say, yeah, most people don't want to play with us. Most people don't want another, like a bi guy in the room or... I don't fucking get that.
0: Yeah, they struggle with finding play partners because there's so many straight guys out there that are like, "Oh, you're bi and you're gonna see my cock." I don't want to do that. Oh, listen, that doesn't I mean, even fucking make sense. Just
1: think about the threesomes that we've had, like with you know with Clint, for example. Yeah. You know, I mean, he and I were fucking slapping balls while we were double <laughs> penetrating you. If either of us had a fucking problem with that, it would have been very uncomfortable. How do you have a a really like solid threesome experience, like you know two guys and a gal, whether they're bisexual or not? And not come into contact with each other and be weird about it. Yeah. You know, I don't get that. I don't all. either. So anyway, thank you, kind sir. I hope to see you again and much appreciate it. <laughs> I wasn't even feeling like super pretty today. So oh, thanks. well,
0: you are pretty. Thanks. I think you're a very pretty man. I need to shave. <laughs> you do need to shave. I need to shave. Especially your balls. Yes. Anyway, moving Best on shape. from that. <laughs> We are so excited to bring you guys this interview today. They are, the people that we talked with are friends of ours. They are members of our Patreon community, but more importantly, people that we've gotten to know on a very personal level and have had such a great time talking about different subjects with. And two of the subjects that we're going to bring up are ones that we, you and I, talk about a lot.
1: Yeah, they're a big part of our our world.
0: And being able to talk about it with other people in a very, you know, cogent way thoughtful way was special. And I'm really excited to share that with you.
1: Yeah, they're they're just genuinely nice people. They're very kind and thoughtful people, uh, very open, really appreciated them being so upfront and honest with us. And Mike is really, he's the reason I guess this really this conversation happened because he reached out to me or to us. After I had uh, my conversation with Adam from The Naked Relationship. Right. And, you know, Mike obviously said, hey, listen, if you ever want to have a conversation about bisexual men in the lifestyle, he's like, you know, hey, I'm bisexual. I didn't know that. How would I know? I mean, right. who cares? You know? And he opened up about that. And I thought, shit, this is, you know, let's, let's talk about it. I'm really curious to get his perspective. Yeah. You know, because they're also a hot wife couple.
0: Absolutely. Because
1: Brenda's hot. <laughs> and she takes and naughty pictures. <laughs> Yeah. Super naughty pictures, which we love. So yeah, really a couple of uh, interesting topics. And I I was just excited to talk to them. They're just great people. I really just love to be able to communicate and and kind of touch base with the folks that we you know digitally communicate with a lot. And being able to have that conversation with them was really kind of cool.
0: So without further ado, we are going to get to our interview with Mike and Brenda, and we hope you guys love it. We are here tonight with Mike and Brenda, two lovely lifestylers that we've had a really good time getting to know. And we're very excited to talk to them about some topics that we've chatted with them in the past about, but are excited to do it on the show today. Hey guys, how are you? Good. How good. are you?
2: How are you guys doing?
0: We're good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> All right. So we would love if you guys would tell us a little bit about you as a couple, your, your background, etc. Go
3: ahead.
2: No,
0: you're good at that. <laughs>
2: Well, we've been uh, been married for going on 16 years this September, together a little over that. Prior to that, I had been interested in the lifestyle, and Brenda was actually had yeah. been into the lifestyle with a couple previous relationships. So she kind of started the ball rolling. Like I said, I had been interested in it, but uh, she had kind of mentioned it. We talked about it uh, one weekend on a drive home for meeting my parents for the first time, and uh, that kind of set it from there. And we've been the lifestyle basically ever since.
0: Awesome. So can you explain a little bit of what your dynamic looks like? I know from speaking with you guys that you're a hot wife couple, but as we know from the show, that can look like a lot of different things. Uh, and I know that you guys have some other methods of play as well. So if you could talk us through a little bit of that, we would appreciate it. I, We've done the hot wife where I have gone by myself
3: I'm not exactly comfortable with that. I mean, I am, but I'm not because I guess maybe if it was somebody that we knew and were comfortable with or had a a somewhat of a relationship with, it would have been different. But the few times that I did it, it was just awkward. And I know from him, he doesn't like it because of this whole safety concern. So, and we haven't been, you know, lucky enough to find anybody that we've connected with and had a long-term relationship with to be able to have that feeling of security. And I enjoy not only the the safety
2: aspect of it, but I enjoy the watching and being part of it and taking pictures and videos and and listening and, you know, the whole nine yards that, I mean, it it was kind of hot a couple of times that she did go do it by herself and then come home but one time I was at work and the only thing I could think about was what they were doing and couldn't keep my task on what I was doing. So <laughs> was very, very distracting. And Brian, I don't know how you were able to be outside in the yard there uh, a week or so ago when uh, Clint came Clint over. over. Yeah. And, uh, and stay out in the yard. When you do what they were doing to me, that was, I don't know. You're what, the man because <laughs> I would not have been able to do that. So <laughs>
1: For me, it's the anticipation, really, the the buildup leading towards to our reconnecting. So knowing full well, right. more or less, what's going on, you know, inside the house, really, for me, is is like fuel. I, actually, this particular time that you're referring to, I didn't even hear anything because, again, I was pretty much outside. I had the dog out there and doing yard work and I wasn't I wasn't in the house or in another room or an adjacent room where I could actually hear anything, certainly couldn't see, but just knowing essentially what their, you know, what their play is like, Brennan and Clint, you know, just that buildup is really what what does it for me. I'm with you. I enjoy being in the room. I like to I like listening really more than anything. I think a couple of the the hotter experiences that we had early on, I remember being in another part of the house and And not hearing everything necessarily, but, you know, just Mm -hmm. kind of bits and pieces and and that kind of adding to the buildup, you know, that, that for me is the, is the most kind of exciting thing, I think at this point.
0: So just to clarify, you guys play with primarily single men, is that correct?
2: Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we have played with couples, um, we enjoy playing with couples, but you know, much like you guys have experienced as well, it's it's a lot easier to find a third person than four people, you know, to agree on everything and times and dates and all that good stuff. Right. So it just seems easier for us to, to connect with single guys, you know, get time to meet with them before we bring them over to play and, and do all that good stuff. It's just, just easier. So that's kind of yeah. why
1: we do it. Right. So, Mike, when, when we enjoy you, it. So when you guys first got together – your relationship wasn't predicated on the idea that you were gonna be in the lifestyle, right? Not
3: no. Not in the beginning. No. no. So
1: did, had you oh. known Mike when you first met Brenda that she had been in the lifestyle before, or is that something that you kind of learned as you got to know her?
3: <laughs> he yeah.
2: he kind of it. Uh, we we'd probably been dating a few months before I took her home to be my parents and then on the way home we had about a two and a half three hour drive, you know, so instead of sitting there in silence we Got to dive into each other's when not and, and uh, when she told me what she had done previously and in, in previous relationships, my dick pretty much got hard at that <laughs> point and was hard the entire way home, and and uh, we kind of did into a shortly after that. It does, it does, <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: that's great. Uh, I mean, hard to focus. So, so, I mean, I think it's amazing that you had obviously no trepidations at all about continuing the relationship once you, you had that information, which is, I think a, a big step, obviously in any relationship yeah. and not only did you not, you were excited about it. I think that's the most amazing part.
2: Yeah. And like I said, I had, I had had thoughts about it.
1: You know, I had done searches, you know, and this
2: is back in 03, 04, mm-hmm. um, you know, so the internet wasn't what it is now. Sure. Uh, you Dot, dial up and everything. I
3: um, had to go to the bookstore and get, remember the Ohio Connection book?
2: Yeah, yeah, to find, you know, the just, Swinger Connection would books. would put and, ads in it.
3: And- sure.
2: You know, it.
3: Old um, school. Old personal ads. <laughs> <end. laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> you know, so that's that's kind of, I had been into that or looked into it and, and been curious about it and, and kind of wanted to pursue that, but never told anybody about that. And then when she brought it up, it was just like, pff, it's done we're we're, we're a match made and that's it let's let's get married and let's start this thing
0: (laughs) dang lucky you guys
2: yeah (laughs) we we had our first uh threesome uh three to four months after
0: we got married Wow. wow I um, Obviously, we've had a great time getting to know you guys. We've actually been talking to you for a long time now and have had so much fun connecting with you. And we've had the chance to talk about a couple of specific topics with you guys that I think are really important for the lifestyle community as a whole. And so I would love to delve into those with you guys. And the first one that we were going to talk about is Brenda and body positivity. So I will say that being in the lifestyle has taught me a lot about my own body in that i i wouldn't i was never like oh my god i hate my body that that's not what it was it was not body negativity i would call it body like neutrality. you know, It was one of those things where I was like, nah, it is what it is. I could probably lose some weight, but whatever. And then getting into the lifestyle, you're exposed to all of these different body types and different people putting themselves out there with such confidence that it really shows you a different side of your, your own self-image, I guess. And so one of the things I wanted to talk with you about, Brenda, is your guys' memes that you put up because I <laughs> love them for two reasons. One, you look stunning in them, of course, and we love seeing them yes. and perving on them. <laughs> but the second piece of it is that typically in those memes or even the people that are sharing very regularly online via their Twitter accounts or other profiles is they're they're small women, you know? They have those more stereotypical quote-unquote perfect body types not for my taste, but for the for the average person. And and so I wanted to talk a little bit about your personal journey with your with your body image and what the lifestyle has done for you personally. Mm. I think
3: it's mostly been uh, evolved over time.
0: So from the beginning,
3: obviously, I had experience before we were married. It was before I even ever had kids. So I was like stick skinny. And at that point, it was like eh, you had the confidence because you had the body. And as time went on after kids and then remarried and so on and so forth, weight piles on, whatever, life happens. So it took me a long time to be comfortable with what I have. And, and, and honestly, I'm still not 100% confident. I'm not comfortable. I don't like what I see in the mirror, but I can't let it bring me down. And, and over the last probably two years, maybe, I have finally thought, you know, screw it. These guys are reaching out to us because they like what they see. So clearly, they don't care. So why do I care? So like if we would get into a relationship, of course, I'm going to wear makeup and I'm going to do what I can to look as good as I can. But that's not like, it's not important to me, I guess.
0: It's not the focus of of what's going on. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that makes sense. I think I'm still working through that a little bit myself. And I told you this personally, and I mean it, you, you inspire me because there have been so many times when I've wanted to post something and I go, Oh my God, my arm fat is showing, or, you know, I have a double chin or whatever. And (laughs) <laughs> and it's people like you that are stepping out and being like, no, I mean, from the outside, granted, I know you're saying you're still kind of working through some of those things, but from the outside, it looks like this is who I am. I'm beautiful. And like, you're very proud of who you are. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. I also think what you said about other men kind of like desiring you, it has this amazing impact, not just men. I mean, women have, you know, express their interest as well which is very flattering and i think it does have this weird way of like piling you know one one on top of the other like these these building blocks that have made me more confident so mike i know that you are the photographer behind a lot of these very sexy oh, memes <laughs> so i'd love to hear from your perspective like why are you i mean obviously i know kind of why but what is your perspective on on the posting of these and the sharing of your super sexy way well
2: I mean, when when I look at her I see, look at her, I see nothing but you know this just beautiful woman, not only in, outside but inside as well, and everything that she does. And, and I just like to to share that and you know like to flaunt that, if you will, to allow everybody else to see what I see when I look at her. And then also in doing that, having the responses back from the guys and the and the gals, I think helps boost her confidence, which when that boosts her confidence, then then that's extra wild and crazy Brenda that I get to play with. And you know, so it, it's a win-win situation all the way around. So, you know, the, the more I stoke those fires and, and fan the flame, the hotter things get and, and the better everything is all around. So it's just, it's more, more and more fun. Yeah. And you just good with the camera
0: too. <laughs> yeah, you do you take some amazing photos. We appreciate them greatly. <laughs> so what about going to lifestyle clubs for you? When you guys first started out and started going to clubs and, and different events, were you surprised by kind of the different body types or kind of what was your mindset there?
2: I think for me it was the the, the clubs that we've been to for the most part, there's been a good mixture. Mm-hmm. Um, young folks, older folks skinny folks heavier folks so it's it's we've been fortunate that we haven't been to one of those clubs that it's been you know big, yeah big. The, the 20 year olds and you know the, the model bodies and stuff so it's it with that mixture it, it again it allows us to open up a little bit more uh, be a little bit more risque take our clothes off and walk around naked everywhere you know which is is pretty liberating and it's it's a blast yeah, i mean
3: of fun. yeah we <laughs> We would rather
2: be naked all day if we could. Yeah. Of <laughs> we don't a naked here, we would. But unfortunately, we have children in, in jobs, so the, they kind of frown upon
0: that. Oh, that damn adulting gets in the way every know. time. Oh, my job, they don't know, so yeah.
2: Yeah. I can be So she naked. works from home when 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 school is in session, whenever mm-hmm. that's. She typically works naked, and, and then, of course, as you guys have seen, and, and she posts some selfies once in a while and send those out. And <laughs> We're if her sitting food. at her desk, and yeah, sitting there bare ass naked, so. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I think one of the things that's really beautiful about like Brian and my relationship too, and has helped. And I, I assume once again, from the outside, looking in on your relationship, that it's very similar. I have someone that loves and supports me in everything, including on those days when I'm like, I look like a big pile of shit. And he's like, you know, he's the one that has to bring me back and remind me that he finds me beautiful. And it's, you know, and and not that we as women should need someone to tell us that we're beautiful. But I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little vain. And I like to be told that. (laughs) So it's, it's a nice confidence booster. And I am lucky to have someone that will do that for me. So of course, on the ass always helps as well. So. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, the next topic we wanted to get into with you guys is one that we talked a little bit with um, Adam from the naked relationship podcast. Shout out to him. He's amazing. And it is bisexuality. So Mike, you have shared with us and, and thank you so much for being willing to come on and talk about this, that you are a bisexual man and have experienced some of those non-monogamous bisexual experiences during your experience. Uh, a journey together. So, would you be willing to walk us through kind of the synopsis of, of how that came about, and also like what does that look like for you guys specifically?
2: Sure. Um, basically, I I kind of consider myself more orally by, uh, just because I haven't done anything with another guy anally, if you will. Not to say that I wouldn't, just haven't had that opportunity. And it, it all kind of started way back when. You know, as a guy watching porn and seeing two women on there is you know is always a good turn on. So we kind of talked about you know her being bi. And she's like, no, no, no. I, you know, at first it was you know she she was against it, and I thought, well, if if I'm going to ask her if she would consider being bi. and she also at the time she expressed her enjoyment of watching by porn with guys, you mm-hmm. know, especially the, the the threesome with the two two by guys and a girl. So we, we watched that more and more in uh, you know. So that kind of sparked the interest, and in, and in we just kind of opened that up and ended up having a partner in, back in Ohio where we used to live, played with him, he was orally by as well. So that was kind of the start of it. Kind of enjoyed it and and just kinda dove into it there. Now that's not to say that everybody we played with is by. Right. Um, a lot of guys aren't. Or claim not to be. Or, or, or yeah, or claim not to be. And then they turn out they want to try it.
3: <laughs> or they have and just never yeah. told anybody. Yeah.
2: So it's it's not something that we, we have to do every time we played with somebody. Right. But if the, the conditions are right, you know, the attraction is there just because I'm by doesn't mean I want to play with every guy out there. Just much like Adam had mentioned, you know, right. just because he's by, yeah. And, and same thing, you know, with being straight, just because I, you know, I enjoy women as well. doesn't mean I want to screw every woman out there. Most of them, but not all of them. So, <laughs> uh, you know, so there's got to be that attraction and, you know, kind of the same thing, same thing with that. So,
0: so. What does attract you to a guy? Like what are some of the things that you personally would seek out in, in a guy?
2: Well, this, this kind of goes with, you know, just a play partner in general. They've got to be respectful. Um, they've got to be courteous. They can't be pushy. If the, you know, the, the first thing they send is a dick pic or a, hey, you want to screw or something like that, they, you know, it, it just kind of goes in the trash folder and, and they don't get much of a response. I just had a gentleman that uh, messaged me today something about wanting to find a cuck couple. Nothing against cuck couples, but I don't really kind of consider us a cuck couple. And that's not what we're looking for. We're not looking for a bull to come in and run things.
3: Right. Um, that does not work well. Yeah. At all.
2: Yeah. We, we had somebody to try and, <laughs> and it didn't turn out well for him at all. No. So, you know, so somebody just re- respectful, um, courteous that, you know, can make Brenda laugh. And, you know, it's just kind of a good fit for for both of us.
0: Oh, it's awesome. So you guys have had bisexual threesomes then, correct? With Mike and another man and you, Brenda. And what, I mean, how would you describe those times for you, Brenda? Are you turned on? Are you excited at the prospect of him being with another man? Like, what does that look like from your perspective? Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's fun. Number one, because
3: we're enjoying it together. together. You know, I can help him. He can help me. We can share. Everybody's enjoying it. I mean, who? What's not to like about that scenario?
2: Big ball of naked bodies. I
3: yeah. mean, right? And and it's it's never forceful. It, it's it, it just flows. It just flows. It's easy. It, right. Smooth. Right, because we already know ahead of time. You know what everybody's interested in. Likes
2: and dislikes, and right.
3: So there's no surprises or yeah. that kind of thing.
2: And we make sure that we try to find out, you know, communicate as much as possible with the, the other person or even couple mm-hmm. prior to meeting so that, you know, all those, the big question marks are out of the way. The boundaries and the likes and dislikes and the no-nos and, and all those things. We kind of get those out of the way so that, you know, when we do get together, like we said, it, it's, it just flows. It's easy. Everybody knows what everybody else likes, what they're expecting. And it's just, again, it's more enjoyable for everyone.
1: Mike, I found it interesting when we were talking last, you had mentioned you've been in situations before, be it with a couple, potentially, I think, or, or even if it was a single, a single male who identified as bisexual, but when it came to play, wouldn't reciprocate.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: you had mentioned potentially that you're, when I asked you what you thought that was all about, you kind of intimated that you thought they were concerned about you know performing oral sex on another guy in front of Brenda. In front of a woman, is that is that truly kind of what you you think is was the case, or was it a situation where it was uh, you know maybe they they had little buyer's remorse? You just don't know. What <laughs> what, what what do you think was really the the, the situation? Either either way, um, probably a little bit of both. But
2: I just I, I felt it, it, a couple of different of those times where you know again communicating online, texting and whatnot. You know, they listed out what they wanted to do, and then when we get together. Nothing ever.
3: Whole other ever, story. Again, whole <laughs> another story.
2: nothing ever came about. So, yeah, and I, I know honestly don't know because I never went back and, and talked to him afterwards about it. But uh, whether it was that that buyer's remorse or uh, I, I do feel that some folks will think that it's hot in their head at the moment, but then when you've got mm-hmm. someone else, a third party there, especially female, that they might not be exactly sure. And, you know, because some women that turn them on, like Brenda, and other women, it turns them off. So maybe that has something to do with it, and and they just got
1: in their head and and thought better about it than thought otherwise. It just froze at the last moment kind of thing.
0: I will say as a bisexual woman, so we have experienced like couples. Thankfully, we've never actually gotten to play in this situation, and it's been an issue, but – for example, we'll look on somebody's profile and the woman will list herself as bisexual. And I'm like, awesome. That means we're going to totally lick each other's pussies because I love that. And then once you actually start talking to them, they're like, oh, well, you can lick my pussy, but I'm not going to go down on you, which is fine. And I actually appreciate that it happens up front because I think the problem is when you... List yourself as bisexual. There's that kind of mentality of like, this is it is what it is, and there's going to be a reciprocal thing, and then that can make for an incredibly awkward situation when you actually get into a bedroom with someone. So I think that
2: that's. We've actually had that situation. You know, we've had several guys that you know I end up starting going down on them, and they again yeah don't reciprocate. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's funny you mention that because I just had a gentleman reach out today on one of the one of our sites that was looking for a couple that the guy was by said that's fine i said but i'm not and he said he was not buying i said well just so you know i'm not going to suck you if you're not going to suck me you know it's it's i'm right. playing those games if, if if we don't have to play the buy game but if you say you are and say you want to then then it's going to go both ways right just because like yeah. we've been burned you know too many times Just just the, the one way and and just
1: tired of it, right?
0: Yeah, it's just something you need and want in your play, and you, there's nothing exactly. wrong with communicating that. That's awesome.
1: So do you feel like Brenda that, or Mike, whoever wants to answer this question, I don't want to just keep talking to you, Mike, because I love Brenda. She's awesome, and I like to see her naked, so <laughs> I appreciate her pictures. Um, when you have a, a guy kind of engage with you, and they say they're bisexual, let's say, comes down to it, and as it turns out, you get the impression that they're not. Is it likely a lot of times that these guys will say that simply to get into the mix, just just to have the opportunity to, to get closer to Brenda, for example?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I believe yeah. it. Say yeah. whatever,
2: ever they need to say fresh. to get in the bed. Yep. And and then right. they they change their story and yeah yeah just to get it the exactly
0: which as a as a fellow hotwife couple you guys know that that happens with a plethora of different things not just the bisexuality exactly. which is unfortunate but it's you know it's the it's the obstacles we must face as slutty couples i guess
3: exactly. yep.
0: <laughs> so are you open to your lifestyle friends about your sexuality, Mike? I mean, are you people that are not necessarily other bisexual couples, but I know that you guys correspond with a lot of people in the lifestyle. Are you upfront about that? Or is that something you kind of reserve specifically for people that you plan to play with?
2: No, if, if you look at any of our profiles on on the swinger sites, it, it clearly says, you know, that I'm bi. Bye-bye um, curious, you know, however you want to put it there. We don't really have anybody close that's that's a swinger couple that, you know, that knows we've got uh, Brenda's best friend that, that we do play with. She's probably the closest one that we have. There is a couple Ooh. that just recently moved that we've been communicating with. We went up there a few weeks with them. Uh, haven't had the opportunity to meet with them anymore, but he is also by. So, so they know. But like I said, it's it's right there on the profile. In And if anybody asks, you know, and not even if they ask, I'll just, you know, let them know, say, hey, just so you know, I'm by. But again, it's not something that that I need to play, you know, right. that we need to do. If you look on, on several different couples profiles, or we've had a few that I've looked at that they clearly say they're not interested in, in by guys. So we never contact them. But then the, the opposite of that is, you know, couples that have, they said that they're straight guys and then you get to talking to them and then they say, well, you know, really I am by. And so, you know, it's one of those things you, you don't know if it's one, if they're just saying it just to get in the bed or, if they really do want to experience that. So it's, it's, it's just really difficult to navigate those waters.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I think it's nice that you have people in your life that, you know, you're, you're able to be that open book with, I think it's already difficult as a lifestyle couple to explain yourselves. I know even for us, and, and granted, this is removed and different than than bisexuality but even just explaining to people that we're a hot wave couple sometimes you get these like side eyes and like oh they're one of those oh okay Mm -hmm. so that means the guy doesn't want to play and really having to explain our dynamic to people which you know I'm willing to do I'm willing to to put in that work and I think you know part of the communication and the lifestyle that you have with other people is is important no matter what anyway but yeah I mean I could I could see how that could be one of those things that sometimes people are unfairly weird about, which is really unfortunate. And it's something I know Brian talked about with Adam, like we mentioned about wanting to see that change within the lifestyle in terms of bisexuality, but not having such a stigma attached to it. I think that's such a, it's, it's strange to me. And it's something that I have a difficult time wrapping my head around because this is such a sex positive and wonderful environment in so many ways. And yet there is just this like, it's almost like people hitting their heads against a wall when it comes to male bisexuality. So what are your guys' thoughts on that? How do you, have you seen that changing is, are we starting to see it kind of shift and move in the right direction?
2: I, I don't know. I, I, again, having folks on their profile say they're straight. And then when you talk to them, you know, indicate that they they are bi or bi curious. I think that's, becoming a little bit more i'm not going to say the norm but I, i've seen it i've noticed it a lot more it, it may be just because i have buy on, on our profiles but as you were talking something i was thinking about was you know going to some of these clubs a lot of times you'll see two girls you know playing with each other right but you never, never see two that. guys mm-hmm. and you know a lot of times at a lot of clubs that's kind of frowned upon and it's it's really a shame because like you said you know we want to be sex positive we want to promote everything you know if somebody likes it Why can't they
3: do it? Why does it always have to be okay because women do it? Yeah, yeah, there's that, you know, that
2: double air that. uh,
3: Right, oh, well, it's fine if the women do it, but oh,
2: you guys can't touch swords over there. You know, don't, don't, don't. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I agree. (laughs) Yeah, no
2: sword fighting. So
1: I think it's interesting after having that conversation, as you and I talked, Mike, after I had had that chat with Adam, it, it seems to me like that kind of stigma is going to go away as this younger generation kind of gets into the mix. It's certainly not that. as big an issue for them as it is for, yeah. you know, the guys that are more our age, obviously that, that frown mm-hmm. upon it or the yeah, folks that do anyway. Uh, I think yeah. as the, the younger people get more involved in the lifestyle and an ethical non in general, I think we're going to see a lot of that just disappear. I'm hopeful of it anyway.
0: Yeah, shit yeah. on us millennials, all you want, but you know, we know we've got some things maybe a little more figured out than than your generation. It's very possible. <laughs> Yeah. So, and I will say, I've mentioned this to you guys before, but I mean, I think it's important to say too, that there are a lot of women out there that love the idea of two men being together. I personally am one of them. I, I don't want to fetishize, you know, male on male play or bisexuality. That That's not what I'm trying to say here. But at the same time, I have fantasies about Being with two men at the same time and and just the idea of that like masculine on masculine energy is so erotic to me So I think it's something that if people were a little more open and honest about those fantasies, you know If if wives were telling their husbands that this is something that they think about Or if we were being more open and talking with our other lifestyle friends about those types of things I think that would also start to normalize and move it in the right direction I hope anyway that that's my goal in some of this by by being open about that because it is sexy and I do like it
2: and again, if try it. And if you like it, continue. If you don't like it, well, then at least you've tried it and you've given it a shot. And, and there's, there's nothing wrong with trying it. Like I said, I, I enjoy it and, and she enjoys it. And so we just continue
0: doing it. Heck yeah.
1: So you kind of just mentioned it. You're kind of getting the word out there, like spreading the word, so to speak. I really do think that if, if men particularly were more open about telling their significant others what it is that they truly want, you know, that they they have some interest in it and talking to their friends or lifestyle friends about it. I really do think that this conversation gets much more, it gets broader very quickly. Yeah. And and
2: it doesn't have to start with the the bisexual. It can start with, you know, certain scenarios, certain scenes that they may have seen on movies or porn or whatever. And, you know, say, hey, you know, let's try this and then just have that conversation and communicate and open up the door And it just opens up a crack and the next thing you know, the door's wide open and you're talking about everything that you want to do and communicating that and getting that out there and then doing it is the next step after that.
1: Mike, what do you think about some of the the clubs and and the events that take place that it's a club or or event that's regular and then they have a night where it's bisexual friendly kind of thing. Uh, While I appreciate them doing that, I, I tend to think that by doing that, you're actually kind of stigmatizing the whole situation, right? You're almost saying that this one particular night, that activity is acceptable yep. instead of just having it acceptable. Exactly. Right.
3: Every night.
2: When, uh, if you guys remember on from the Telegram group, uh, back in December, we spent basically a week down in Orlando at Secrets Resort. Well, we didn't stay. We went there every night. And on, I think it was Tuesday, it was their LGBTQT, I think I got all of them in there. Basically, they're they're. That was their in, night. And, yeah, it was their night. So we went and, and had a fantastic time. There was there was this little oh, guy God, that was he, he was probably 120 pounds, soaking so wet, a little probably five four five, five guy. This little thong out there dancing like you would not believe. I mean, doing handstands oh, and his upper and body then. or lower body, upper body. I guess it was upper the upper body. body. His what? His whole body. On, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just, he was nothing it's but depressing. muscle and, and just the way he was moving, and he'd jump up on the, the bar and do these things. Uh, it, it was it was a blast. Had so much um, fun
3: that
2: night. Yeah. But like you said, you know, that was that one night. And then after that, other than some girls, you know, girl, girl stuff going on, you didn't see anything else with any other guys. I'm sure in some of the rooms with the curtains closed, that probably right. happened. I know it did in one of our rooms, but. But yeah, you, you you don't see that, and, and like you said, it's okay for one night, but then the rest of the week you got to put it away, you got to got to keep it in the closet, and yeah, don't, mention, don't yeah, and hide it. So that it would be nice to have that every night of the week, not just that one night of the week.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think, and you know, I mean, there's obviously clubs geared towards that, but they're not necessarily lifestyle related. So at least not here in the United States. I don't know about in other countries. I I honestly haven't looked into it, but I would love to see more of those options and events and those types of things pop up. Plus, I mean, like I said, for those of us who maybe have a straight partner, but still love that environment or love to engage with men who are also into men, I mean, that it, it's a, an option for everyone and should be, I think, in the lifestyle.
1: Yeah, I mean, and for me, you know, as a straight guy, Absolutely. it, it doesn't, certainly doesn't hurt my feelings to, to have to be in a room where there are two guys having sex or performing oral sex on each other and having my significant other excited at that prospect. It doesn't hurt my feelings at all. Mm-hmm. All it's going to do, like you said, is it's just going to build it up for later. You know, it's just kind of, you know, it's a, uh, it's kind of a, a, a savings account, you know, it's just a sexy savings account. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't understand why it can't nec- just be accepted. As you say, Mike, every night of the week, the clubs open and, you know, with the events going on, it just is what it is. But it seems like there's places that it's acceptable and then it's not. And in times that it's acceptable and it's not, but it's always acceptable for the gals, of course exactly yep. exactly there's that double standard we need to there.
0: change that yep i agree but so that everyone can do it because i still want to totally make out and go down on girls just throwing that out there um <laughs> <laughs> so what does the future hold for you guys like what is what are some of the things you still want to experience together in the lifestyle or things that during this uh quote-unquote quarantine that you have maybe discussed doing when the world gets back to some level of normal
2: I know one thing that we've we've talked about, again, it's just trying to put every all the pieces together, is having if we can get like three or four, or four or five different couples, maybe even a couple of single guys, kind of do a house party, put a house party here in our house. I mean we've got a, a a nice big home. We've got an upstairs that has a huge, we call it the man cave, but the bonus room. It's like another living room. Yeah. And then we've got one of our spare bedrooms. We kind of turned into our we call it the red room, even though it's not red yet but that's the playroom that's where we have uh, a lot of our toys a lot of the the, the furniture that i've kind of manipulated except wow. yeah, yeah her couch is in her office but but we can drag that in and out you know so we have got the 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 place we have got a hot tub we want to try to put in a pool either later this fall or next year you know so kind of kind of this perfect little place that we have so that I, I know that's one of our goals is to to find some more couples and and then have some kind of little party you know and then and then maybe try to do it you know once to want months a quarter or something like that um kind of on an ongoing basis mm-hmm.
3: that sounds so and fun always love to be able to afford to get like an old rundown hotel fix it up yeah. and that would be our club yeah
2: we that we could you yes know. If, if we win the lotto one day what we're going to do is start our own kind of swingers <laughs> club or, or nudist resort if you will and <laughs> and uh and, and have this big big massive place but
0: I would say we could start you a GoFundMe, but I don't think us pervs are allowed on there for those types of things, so. (laughs) Um, I would totally patron it, though. That sounds awesome, especially if you guys are hosting. We'd have
2: have the FPS room, and it'd be available anytime (laughs) that you want.
0: Oh, I love it.
1: (laughs) Well, we'll be on the road soon, so we'll definitely stop by. (laughs) Absolutely. Sounds good.
0: Well, it has been so fun talking to you guys. And even more importantly, getting to know you, obviously, before this interview, we think that you guys are wonderful and really, truly appreciate you coming on and being willing to talk about subjects that maybe are a little bit more vulnerable. So thank you guys so much for that. And where can our listeners find you guys?
2: So we are on Twitter as at city underscore hostess, as we're from the hostess city. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our Instagram is Hostess City Swingers with a Z nine one two.
0: Perfect. And we'll put that in the show notes too, because I highly recommend you guys go and check it out. Brenda puts, I should say Mike and Brenda put quite the photos up of Brenda. So it's a, it's a very pervy fun place to be. <laughs>
1: yeah. Keep up the good work. Mom. Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks again so much for your time this evening and for sharing with our listeners. We really appreciate it.
2: Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. you. Our pleasure.
0: All right. right, Another big thank you to Mike and Brenda for joining us on the show, for being so open and being willing to just, you know, have a real conversation with us. I think there's so much value in that. And, uh, you know, hopefully it inspires you guys to think a little bit differently on some of these subjects as well.
1: Yes, absolutely. We really enjoy talking to Mike and Brenda. We do have conversations with them pretty regularly, especially digitally. And I just enjoyed their insight.
0: Absolutely. And
1: they're open and honest.
0: Yeah. For sure, which is always, you know, a plus in our book. Absolutely. So, hey, guys, we have some really fun things happening on our Patreon community right now. If you're listening real time Monday, the day this comes out, which is the 8th, we have a giveaway going on on our Patreon community exclusively for our Patreon members, which is a clone of Willie and a clone of pussy, which I am so fucking excited to give away. But it's not too late. If you're listening, like I said, real time, jump on our Patreon community, sign up so that you can be enter to win those products. If you don't win or if you just want to purchase the Clone of Willy Willie or Clone of Pussy products, you can do so by going to clonawilly.com and using our promo code, which is FPS. It's going to get you 20% off of your first order.
1: Yes, it's great to be partnered with Clone of Willy. Willie. We appreciate them. Obviously appreciate them taking care of our patrons. And in fact, I think some of the patrons even asked if we would do the Clone of Willy Willie and Clone of Pussy if they win. <laughs>
0: I was very flattered by
1: I am too. I don't want to disappoint anybody is the only thing. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I will totally do it if you want to. But, uh, but I think you just you're...
0: have proper expectations. Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. yeah don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> uh, and unfortunately, as amazing as your pussy is, you're not going to get the clenching sensation, which I really feel like they're going to miss out on.
0: No, but I mean, it is kind of a cute, tight little pussy. It's super...
1: So. <laughs> Absolutely. If I
0: may say so myself. Yes, it
1: totally is. So yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting. I'm, I'm anxious to see who wins and uh, what they choose to do. Well, No hurt feelings here either way. No,
0: fuck yeah. If you just want to take the products and use them with your partner, I mean, that's what I would do. I'd totally clone your p- yeah Yeah,
1: 100%. Clone a well, whatever. Uh, yeah, clone a Willie. clone a pussy. Get on there. Jump on. Check it out. FPS is the code if you don't win. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Absolutely. Just in general, lots of fun things going on our Patreon community right now. For example, this weekend is our June digital hangout. We are doing never have I ever with a naughty little twist. It's going to be a blast and once again available exclusively for our Patreon members. So we hope that you'll jump on our Patreon community, support the show, and receive a whole bunch of exclusive bonuses because you're supporting us.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So patreon.com slash Front Porch Swingers. And a big thank you to our newest Patreon members this week, who are Andrew, Leslie, Jay, and Brian. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We're really excited to have you on board. Yes, we are. And we have a lot of fun shit coming your way in the next few weeks. We have some big interviews planned, probably some very naughty fun. I, uh, I'm i hoping that um, we'll, make, we'll pull the trigger this week on um, some potential fun. Yes, right?
1: absolutely. And we have very soon our 100th episode coming up, which is going to be very exciting.
0: Well, it's still eight weeks away. But...
1: Yeah, but <laughs> but there's some planning to be done.
0: There is. We have some really fun things that we're working on to make that episode really special. So. Yeah. Yeah, lots of fun shit coming your way. Please make sure you're tuning in every single Monday afternoon. Also, if you're not subscribed on whichever podcast app you're currently listening on, please consider doing so. And if you're listening right now on Apple Podcasts and you haven't left us a review yet, we would really appreciate your support there. It means a lot to us. It really helps us be more visible to people looking for slutty content like ours. Absolutely. And as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, everyone. Don't forget to find us on altplayground.net. Alt Playground is an amazing open community for non-monogamous and sexually open people to connect, share, and create new adventures together. They have 20 years of experience as a regional open lifestyle website, but now they're rolling out nationally. And they're including so many amazing features, including the podcast corner, which we're very excited to be on. There are going to be videos from your favorite sex-positive folks. And also it's a great place to just connect with sexy, like-minded people. So we hope you'll come check us out at altplayground.net dot net today.